I am Joe. And I am Lee. We are the Rewinders, <laughs> re-watching childhood movies to see if they still hold up. And this time we watched License, License to, to Drive. Hey, you made it exciting. You gave some pep to that title. You didn't. Why? Because <laughs> it's my first time watching this as an adult. Must and be. I think I, it's my first time watching it as an adult, too. Really? Oh, we, we, I thought you had seen this one. I we, have. We, Not as an adult. Oh, okay. Sorry. I should have said, this is my first time watching this. Ever? Period. But we have someone who has also watched it as a child here. Yes. Hello, Mark. Hello, I'm back. Mark is back to help us with this Corey movie product. The, the Corey, excuse me. A little bit of heavy lifting with both Corys in the in the film. Uh, uh, more than I mean, Corey Haim really was the, the star of this movie, and Corey Feldman was just around. Corey Feldman is acting in this movie like he acts still right now, like insane, yeah, drunk, yeah, high, yes, all the, all yes. the above. Yep. yep, Corey Haim's kind of a snoozer in this. Kind I, of, and and that's when I was watching it. I realized. I've never seen a Corey Haim movie. I just, I guess. I mean, should we describe to people who don't know what the Corys were in the eighties? Who are these people? Who who is yeah. Corey Feldman and who is Corey Haim? I think this was their first movie together, and they Lost, no? Lost Boys was first. Oh, okay, Lost Boys was first. All right, so they are a teen heartthrob duo that in the late eighties and early nineties ran about the Hollywood scene. Yeah, really. That's that's the, that's the that's why they became yeah. they became best friends on on movie sets, and then you know, they had a Teen Beat, Heart magazine, yep, Bop, <laughs> whatever yep. Teen magazines were in the eighties, and and it was really just the eighties. I know maybe early nineties. Just like any teen celebrities, they started drinking and partying too much, and then faded very. Their star faded very quickly for both of them, as nobody wanted to deal yeah. with them anymore. I feel like they made like only really. Three good movies, quote good. unquote, good movies. Good movies? Oh, okay. And then, and then they went to like the the B movies pretty quickly, and then froom, gone. I looked them up briefly because I, I know Corey Feldman from Goonies and uh, and uh, he's in, he's another movie that was Friday good. the Thirteenth. He was one in of them. that. One was of he them. in Stand by Me? Yes, yes. That's what I thought. Okay, that's really it. I'm sure he was in something else. <laughs> oh, he was in Gremlins. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yep. right. Yeah. But, and then that's when I realized, I don't think, and started watching License to Drive, I've never seen Corey Haim, quote unquote, act in a movie. <laughs> Besides just knowing about the Corys and that fun little bit on The Simpsons when Lisa's addicted to being on the phone. Oh, she yeah. calls. She calls yeah. the, the Corey hotline. Right. And he actually, uh, Corey Haim did have a hotline. That you can <laughs> nice. call to just listen to him talk. That'd be something. Maybe it's still out there. Corey. Story. <laughs> allegory. Okay, anyway, I, so I have no memories of this. Joe, do you have any memories? Uh, my memories are strictly on the form of, I believe the reason why I watched this was because my sister mm. uh, was more in the age bracket at the time uh, that this was aimed at. She watched it. The big takeaways that I had was, it wasn't so much about... Oh, you need your license, kind of like what the movie's about. But it was more about the guy with the coffee cup was the biggest part of the movie for me. Yeah, there's a reason why. And then... We'll get to it. um, (laughs) Just the very end of the movie with the witty one-liner and then jump in a car with a girl and speed away. 
That was it, really. <laughs> to be honest, sure, the rest of the movie, sure. I just, you know, I think I watched this maybe the year it came out. Uh, 1988. Yeah, that's probably the last time I've seen, I saw this. Yeah, I watched it. I think it's one of them we had recorded on our VHS that we recorded from HBO or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'd pop it in every so often. Uh, the one part that sticks out in my head is um, like right at the beginning, they're telling them about how to drive, and if you hit a puddle, what do you do? Oh yeah, yeah. And it kind of ties in because uh, I don't know if you've ever been to Chicago. They've got the Museum of Science and Industry. Well, they had like a it's like an arcade game, but it was like a realistic version. Oh, and this is what happened if you started hydroplaning. Yeah, that was one of the things in there, and I'm like, oh, I already knew what to do because I saw it in this movie. Oh, yes. so I don't know. That's kind of a funny. Wow. You learned memory there. This. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Okay. Did I don't you... know. I think my sister's probably picked up on it first. And but did you guys remember enjoying this as kids I, or teenagers? I did. I think my uh, memories were favorable towards it. Okay. Yeah, I'd say yeah. I liked it for the most part. Fair enough. Let's see if License to Drive still holds up. So for me, when the 20th Century Fox logo and fanfare pops up, I instantly think of Star Wars, and so I was very happy. And then. Let down for yourself right there. Let down, because I instantly just, oh, fuck you, movie. <laughs> As we come out to this two-minute-long, terrible Beatles oh, yeah. rendition of uh, Drive My Car. Fucking worst title sequence. It's the most 80s version of that song that you could get. Baby, baby, can't you see? Yeah. They got the guitar you can hear in the yep. back. and Bam, bam, bam. Oh, that, yep. that 80s. And the thing uh, is, is synth. that they're trying to do the 80s animation open, yeah. but it's they cheap. didn't put any effort into nope. it. It's all flat and unmoving, exactly. and it kind of wipes in and wipes out. Yep, I completely agree. And that is the entire movie. It is flat and uninteresting. The way it's shot, everything is boring. Okay, okay, I'm getting too far into it. The plot. That's my wrap. That's, I'll see that for my wrap up. I'm getting too far into it. Okay, so it's just. I'd also like to okay. add that in the title sequence, I learned that this is written. This movie was written by a Tolkien. <gasps> for real, a real live one. A real live Tolkien oh, wrote this movie. Oh, the apple fell very far from the tree. Yeah, I I didn't Ouch. write down the first name, but the last name definitely. Sure. I saw Tolkien and kind of laughed. But did you look it up to see if it was actually... I don't look things up. At, okay, well, we'll just assume... No, it can't be. This movie there's no horrible. way. There's no way. This movie's horribly written. It's the lesser-known Tolkien. <laughs> oh, there's a reason why you don't know about this guy. <laughs> or lady. Okay, so then we're on a bus, and it's a slave bus, and it's all d- dirty and grimy, and then you quickly re- realize this is a dream, and Corey Haim is on there, and he's sad because he's chained and he cuts his way off and he's trying to escape the evil bus driver who's laughing who's laughing maniacally <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, I'm going to refer court to the I don't know their character names I think one is Les and the other one is Gumby so I'm just going to refer to them as Corey Haim and Corey Feldman that's fine because I'm just going to refer to them as Corey and Corey I'm already quickly forgetting them right. uh, he wipes the grime off the window and he sees Heather Graham sitting in a Ferrari right is yeah, it a Ferrari? It's, it's a red Ferrari it's, it's, a red it's Ferrari. Magnum P.I.'s car yeah and, this and, one they didn't say the name of it so I don't have it I'm memorized. pretty sure it was a Ferrari yeah, yeah it had the horse on it the horsey means Ferrari yes. gotcha <laughs> okay whatever and he gets out he, jump, he jumps through the window of the back of the bus rolls and the bus driver's trying to run him down he gets in the car and they race away and we find out this is an 
this dream that he's sleeping during driver's ed class. Yes. And yeah, then we have that scene where he's being told, because he's, he's hearing the film reel that they're listening to about hydroplaning. And so that's why he hears it in his, and does it in his dream, but with gasoline. Oh, right. And that's where right. he lights a cigarette for her, Heather Graham's character, uh, Mercedes. Mercedes Lane. Uh, yes. I roll. <laughs> and then it catches on a flame and then the bus driver can't make it through the flameage and he wakes up. Also, oh, a movie okay. that is a bun- about a bunch of cool cars, and they name someone Mercedes, but there aren't any Mercedes in in it, the film. It, the only reason why she's named Mercedes is for the end line that Joe talked about. Ah. That's the only reason why she's named Mercedes. Or, or she's actually a Transformer, and she never reveals this. So like in, like in Rick and Morty, because Rick gave Morty some, changed his DNA, so whenever he needs to, he can yell at something and change... Morty into a car. Not that cool, but yes. Okay. But there was a cartoon or something where it was a teenager that could change into a car in the 80s. It was like a one-season cartoon. It's called Mask? Mask that, wasn't, awesome. that wasn't a teenager that did no, that. No, okay. it, it was called... It was, it was literally this teenager could turn into a car. I anyway... I, I wish I could remember it. It sounds familiar. It, it, it was one of those obscure things. Yeah. It's on the Googles. You'll, you'll find it. So, Corey Hayne wakes up. And he was hungover, drunk probably that day. <laughs> right. Or, or had something. Coming down yep. from his, uh, yeah, his high or yeah. something. Wow, you got a totally different character off of him <laughs> than I did. No, but it's this annoying kid that won't close his mouth yeah. all the time. And uh, his sister, his, his twin sister is there, and she's supposed to be nerdy. She's just she, mean. She's just a mean person. Yeah. But I can kind of understand why later yeah, on. She probably gets picked on a lot. She gets picked on a lot. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, now, the teacher from this class, was he the actual bus driver in his dream? Yes. He okay. was, yes. Yeah, and you, this is a character actor you've seen in everything. Mm-hmm. I've seen him around and tons sure. of stuff. Ooh, he yells uh, at him uh, for a bit. and Oh, and I think he makes him right on the chalkboard that oh, yeah, I will. Bart Simpson's it. Yeah, I will drive safely. Yeah. Uh, uh, he writes over and over on the chalkboard. And he even exits the school like Bart Simpson after finishing. He, like, throws yep. the thing down, because runs out. Yeah, that's right. He just didn't put a thing. skateboard down. Right. That's Minus the only the thing he didn't do. This came out in 1988. The Simpsons started in 1989. The Simpsons ripped this off. The Simpsons... I'm going to say it the somehow Simpsons happened the other first. way around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Somehow, there's no way that this license that drives yeah, ripped off the it Simpsons. had that much power. Yep. Corey Haim has, uh, goes to try to get the bus. The bus run, leaves without him. The sister is on the bus and laughs at him. And that's when... Corey turns around and sees Mercedes sitting there, but she gets picked up by her Euro trash boyfriend yes. who's in that Mercedes, uh, that, that, uh, Ferrari. Ferrari. Ferrari yes. right. His name is Paolo. Wow. We don't, we don't need wow. to know what his name That's is. Fine. But thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah. So she gets picked up and takes off and then Corey Feldman comes in on a bike and he has, he's like, wow, I'll take you home. I've been smoking two packs a day. <laughs> And he, yeah, he starts talking with his adult voice, and it's horrifying. What a, <laughs> what a terrible voice this kid has now. It's like he's swallowing glass. He's swallowing glass and smoking twelve packs a yeah. day, and just all right. I'll take you home. Get on the bike. Well, you sound just like him. He sounds like Donatello. He's, he just got reason. here. Yeah. Weird. Wait a minute. What are you saying? He was the voice of Donatello in the live-action movies of... The first two. The first two Turtle movies. I thought it was, like, the new ones. Wait, I think it was only one and three. I don't think he came back for two. He probably was asking for too much money. Yeah, it could be. (laughs) What? I don't know why I know these things, okay? (laughs) I just know things. That's why you have a podcast about movies. Why? (laughs) 
Haim puts his butt on top of Feldman, and then they oh, they yeah. they ride on home together and have a very short, wacky ride home. Oh yeah, it's crazy intense, and he's supposed to be taking it easy on him. Yeah, but yeah. he's going whoa, car, whoa, another carb here, right. whoa, and he drops him off on the lawn, and who cares? Do uh, that just made me think. Like, did you guys ride your bikes? to school when you were yes. growing up because i did i was out in the country so no yeah do kids still ride their bikes today or is that done uh, i don't creep around high schools or grade schools so uh, i don't know uh, my, i'll i'll start doing that though this week yeah and find out. i'm looking at my lawyer saul and he's saying he's shaking his head don't talk i can't talk about it okay i can't i can't talk about it right all right now. i have an ongoing uh investigation you got <laughs> 500 yards from all bicycles right in schools yeah no I'd assume not, because kids are all punks nowadays. Right. They're all going to school on uh, those mechanical two-wheeled oh. hoover boards. Yeah. Oh, and, the Chinese hoverboards that catch getting, on fire? Getting thrown into okay. the ground. Those things. They're not hoverboards. They have wheels. They're touching the ground. <laughs> they're not hoverboards. Marty McFly had a hoverboard. You, sir, what? do not have a That's hoverboard. The, it's kids. the name of I the know. device. And I hate it. What's well, something else. <laughs> it's the hoverboard. Yeah, Ooh, or the hoverboard. There you go. Hoover. Okay, so now we're introduced to Corey Haynes' family, and Carol Kane is the mom. Yay. And she's completely wasted in this movie. Yep. She, but yeah. yay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's something, yay. And uh, she's pregnant. Uh, we have the dad. Oh, that's right. The dad is outside, and... They see that they have a caddy out front, and it's Haim's grandpa's. Grandpa's. They're they're taking care of it because grandpa is protective of that car, and he's borrowing the dad's car. I believe Beamer, right? Yes, BMW. BMW. Okay. Yep. So they have this awesome caddy sitting in the front. It's only got it's only got twenty thousand miles and it's sixteen years old. Wow. That's like not very much driving right there. Well, that's an old person. He's. Yeah. Well, he just drove to church and back. Right. But it, it's, his, it's his baby is the idea. Yeah. Uh, they ask if they, they can borrow it, and that's when the dad says, you don't have a license yet. Right. A license to drive. <laughs> we have a name. Get out for the movie. of my head. They're having dinner. Dinner, yes. Yeah, because Corey Feldman says, I'll come back. We're going to a party later that night. And Mom the, has a huge plate yeah. of mashed potatoes with ketchup on it. I was waiting for her to start to mold it into <laughs> Devil's Tower. This means something. means something. Wrong movie. Or starts to mold it into the face of Corey Haim and then just starts stabbing it with the butter knife. And then the kid's just, Mom? And she's like, oh, I, I just have working on some aggression. And <laughs> <laughs> it stares at Corey. Just, and eats the potato. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Then we just get to scene where basically the sister is a commie. Her boyfriend's she's dating a commie. She's commie. dating a commie, but so she's taking on the... And that's really all we get out of this character. She's an angry communist. She keeps she's, talking about how terrible things are, like people shouldn't have cars and... Yeah. Oh, that's right, because Corey Haim wants a BMW when he when he gets his license. Right. And the dad just like, uh-huh, right, yeah. A kid who's never had a job and you haven't even passed your test yet. Right. And you suck. Yeah, I'm not, you're, not, you're not getting it. Hey, give me BMW. Uh, the actor who plays him, um, he, you've seen him in tons of stuff, yeah. too. He's in Encino Man. He's in um, My Girl. Uh, You're listing off movies I don't remember him from. It. He was the dad in He was in It. I don't remember and, watching uh, the, the Thing. Okay. John Carpenter's Thing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you've seen this guy. I, yeah. I really yeah. like him. Yeah, I, I really do. like char- that character. He was good in this one. Yeah. 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 But then, uh, dinner is interrupted by a horn honking as Feldman is outside. His mom is driving, and he's in the back, leaning over, laying on the horn. And Corey yeah. Haim wants to get up and leave, but mom yells, "Sit, Sit down. down!" 
And then the horn continues to honk. And he's just kind of eating dinner cheerily, cheerily. You know, he's like, yeah, Ooh, his mouth is open. He looks yummy. stupid. Yeah. You know? And the parents finally yell, get out, get out of here. Right. Just stop it. After about five minutes of the horn honking and disrupting the neighbors and police being called. And... So what would you, as an adult now, what would you guys have done? If you were in the parents' play, uh, position and this happened to one of your kids' friends came over and did this, what would you guys do? Would you allow, just say, oh, they're honking the horn. We'll try to ignore it. No. no, no. You would walk out with a brick and throw it through the windshield and, 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 and stop honking your horn. <laughs> Basically, that's the first thing you do. If you were mean, first right. you do like, you're, my son is no longer going out with you. Don't you ever honk the horn ever again and get out of here. And you're and now Corey Haim has to stay home because you're yes. you're a, you have an annoying fucking friend. So the Corys can't date anymore. The Corys can't date each other anymore. I've broken well, up their I, relationship. You can't do that, man. Well, don't honk your damn horn <laughs> in the middle of the night interrupting our dinner. Anyway, that just pissed me off. Yeah. I get it. <sighs> Sorry, I just got a little... You're right over got there. a little angry, Roman. I don't happen. Oh, where am I? Okay, I think, I think I'm back. I think I'm back. Right? It's starting to turn green. I just want to... I mean, those mashed potatoes look pretty good. Pregnant women love mashed potatoes. I've learned this yep. firsthand. Mm-hmm. For real? Mm-hmm. With ketchup on top? I guess it depends Those on weirder the things. Mood. I mean, you eat french fries with ketchup. Okay. All right. Zing. We'll, we'll, we'll allow that to happen. All right. Back <laughs> in the movie, um, they're going to a party. They're at the party. The uh, yeah. they, the mom, they're embarrassed by their mom, so they get dropped off a, a block away. They walk over. They have another friend that's also getting dropped off by, their, dropped off by his mom, and he's more nerdy. Than, than the other ones, and they ignore him because he got dropped off. Mom, don't want to be. Yeah, she even gave her gave her a kiss. He's like, yeah, bye, mom. Yeah, and he's a nicer of the, the this, this trio. Of, of yeah, I don't know yeah. why he's there. He, he is nerdy, and these guys are willing to hang out with him. They just need maybe the maybe the Corys need somebody to make fun of. They, they yeah, kind of. I don't think they'd really make fun of him too much in the movie. Right. He's just right. He, and the character is just there. He is yeah. just there. I don't I don't even know his name, but I'll refer to him as nerd character friend. Sure. Uh, but they go into this party and there's balloons everywhere. The three of them are ta- looking at all the girls and are wondering what lose car would she lose her virginity in. Right. And they go through it and then Mercedes walks in and Corey Ham is just, oh there she is. And then your trash boyfriend comes in, and he's older, I guess, and he doesn't want to be, he doesn't like to perspire and hang out with these kids. Yeah. And so she says, go ahead and leave. Oh, by the way, I have a date with this guy uh, randomly over here, and it happens to be Corey Ham. Right. On yeah. fr- so he, t- he takes off. I liked his outfit because it reminded me, he's wearing a Joe dress shirt. Oh, without sure. without a collar yeah. and thing. and he also had a little ear wow. clasp Did? on there. Yeah, he had a little I... he had a little sil- silver ear hoop that was just higher up. had nothing to do with yeah. my fashion just, sense. I mean, he, had long, he had long hair. Longer, not long. He long. thought he was better than Hey, I reminded me of Joe a lot. <laughs> yeah, I thought Joe it was <laughs> Joe. I thought Joe was in that movie for some reason. Yeah. Was that, was that you, Joe? <laughs> Give us the voice. Maybe. Yeah, there you go. Maybe, but maybe. <laughs> that was the scene where I actually understood that Mercedes was Heather Graham. Yes. Because up until that point, I... Didn't make the connection, but they got, I guess, close enough to her face could, in this yeah. scene that I'm like, oh, hey, that's her. Yeah, it's a young Heather. She needs to eat. Yeah, she's yeah. a big, giant head and head, little scrawny yeah. arm body. Uh, right. Yeah, I mean, she's 18. They're all scrawny. Even well, the, the Corys are scrawny. They didn't, they didn't bulk up. Wait. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah, and that's Wisconsin's very own Heather Graham. Which is funny how is she so little when she's from Wisconsin because... Well, there she, are... got out, she got out early, so oh. the, she didn't get enough dairy in her yet. 
Right. Uh, so she didn't, the cheese addiction didn't, didn't quite come attain, in. <laughs> attain dairy mass yet. And then party's over? Yeah. Party's over. Next yeah, day at over. school. Uh, I think it's the end of the day. And, oh, they're talking about, you should go talk. They're telling Haim to go talk to Mercedes. Mercedes, yeah. yeah. But he's like, I can't find her. And then she's, they're like, he's over there. Yeah. So he's about to go talk to her. And dad pulls up. And what's really yeah. funny, he's honking the horn. He says, hey, it's me, Papa. Papa, yeah, good. And, uh, yeah, Corey Ham's embarrassed by yeah. his dad, of he, course. Well, he's a high school kid. He's a teenager. Right. Yeah, and then they dri- he drives over, like, over there, whatever. And picks around up, the so, corner. Around the corner so that no one can see him getting in the car. They're driving back, and they see... Uh, Mercedes walking by herself, and Haim grabs his dad and like go underneath or hide hide a little bit, and says, "Hey, uh, I'll ask you. Can I ask you, you a favor? You can say no, but please, can I take the car and pick her up and drive her home real quick without you in it?" Uh, I, I just like that the dad says like well, before he asks, "Can we can we take her home?" Uh, in the car, and the dad says, "All right, let's pick up this babe. Yeah, let's go for a cruise. Oh, yeah. he, oh, that's right. Yeah, let's take her for a cruise." <laughs> which I liked. Like no, Dad, just me alone. Okay, and, right, right. And he allows it, and as the last favor he'll ever last favor he'll ever ask him. Yeah. Him pulls up alongside of her, and hey, where's your house? Oh, it's right over there, three blocks away. But actually, I'm going to a friend's house. Can you drive me over here, further away? Yeah, it's about four hours away. No, just kidding. I, I don't remember. <laughs> it's in Crestwood, but okay. Uh, oh, oh yeah, well, that's four hours away in in California. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere is four hours from Calif- in California. Uh, you're probably right. So he, he takes the car without Dad. Yep, Dad's got the uh, Pampers. Oh, yeah, he's holding on to the, the, the diapers. diapers. Yep, they're yep. stocking up, and he's just got to walk. He's just watching him drive off. Yep. He's only expecting him to go, like, a couple houses down or yeah, something. Yeah, that was the idea. It was, like, just drive a couple feet and then come back. But drives her home, and uh, they exchange numbers, and basically try to set, he tries setting up a date, and she seems receptive to it because he's got a nice car. He can drive. That's the important part of the movie, I guess. Yeah, yeah. so. If you, if you can drive, you can do anything. That's the, that's the, it's, well, yeah. yeah. I well, mean, it's kind of true, and trying to put yourself in high school brain again. Right. I mean, that's what you think when you're growing up. And that this yeah, movie yeah. certainly strengthened that idea in my head when I was growing up. No, definitely. And, and, I, and I think the movie does a pretty good job when it comes to that, at least, how important having right. a license is for a teenager. That's, no? I was never all that anxious to get my license. In, oh, yeah. I, was, I got mine, I think, when I was a junior. So did I. Everywhere I wanted to go was within biking distance. True. <laughs> and uh, Dan could drive, so screw it. Well, yeah, that, that always helps. Is having Not that I'm always going to be bumming rides off of everybody, but it yeah, was... It, it does make it easier if you have a friend right away. Yeah. Well, and that's just... Well, you were then Corey Feldman because he didn't he didn't have a license and he didn't really care. He was cool with his bike. Yeah. And he... But any pressures for rides. I yeah. didn't pressure... Yeah, you. he was he was this uh, Feldman was just super excited for his buddy to get a license. Yeah, and that yeah, yeah. actually makes a lot of sense because then you don't have to pay for gas. Yeah, you're bumming rides. Just yeah, like Joe, yep. just mm-hmm. like when I'd go to Perkins and just you sit at Perkins eat off of it. everybody else's plate but my own. Oh, Joe. <laughs> you want to um, order something? No, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm full. Good. I'm just, yep, you having those uh, fries? Yeah, you having that little no, half no, no, burger? You, see, you're you're making it sound like these are the people that I'm sitting with. Oh, I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do that. I'd go into a restaurant, like a pizza place, and if anybody left like extra pizza, I'd just take a piece of it, and it was oh, not good. Man. 
Yeah, well, you're a poor high school kid. Or or the you ever do this <laughs> in the movies when people are about to throw away their old no. bucket of popcorn? He's no. like, can I just have that? And then no. you go refill it for no. free? Wow. No. I like we're not talking about the movie. I, no, I'm, I'm not kidding. I like that we're not talking about this boring movie. But unfortunately, I got to wrangle it back in. And yep. so um, he picks up the dad. The dad is obviously pissed off and he's sweaty. And uh, he gets scolded at home. And he's yelling at him about, you know, you can get in trouble and get arrested. Mom is just sitting there doing, practicing her lamaze the whole time, making yeah. funny faces. Yoga. I think she's doing yoga. It's yoga lamaze. Or oh, like okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah. She, she, yeah, she's just smiling because she doesn't care really what happened. Right. She, Dad's the enforcer. Mom's the... Enforcer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. The, the, now they're upstairs. They're studying for the DMV test with... Uh, Corey Feldman and uh, Nerd uh, Boy. And Nerd Boy. Yeah. And what's funny is they is, another another house with intercoms that go between the rooms. Yes, and that's exactly right. Yeah, they're talking about stuff. Then Feldman all of a sudden hears classical music and gets instantly pissed off. And yeah, they have a intercom and he yells at. I just remember her name. Her, the Natalie. sister's name is Natalie. Yeah. And he's yelling at her. Natalie, shut up! <laughs> You're ugly. He starts You're burping stupid. into the. Um, and I burp into. The intercom. Yeah. Haha, ha, I'm hilarious. And then Corey Haim cuts out a picture of Mercedes and puts oh, it on a yeah. poster of a topless lady washing a car. Yes. Was she topless? Kinda creepy. She was, but she was suds. Oh, it's suds. Oh, 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 I see. They're in strategic locations yes. you can see. But it's kind of creepy. A little bit. Kind of creepy. I mean, the parents let let them have this poster up, right? Yeah. That's kind of weird. Well, I mean, the, normally the, you got to hide your porn from your from your parents. Not really. <laughs> There's some side boob going you on. You could in that see poster. the uh, you can't see the color of the nipple, but you can see the shape of it. Did you have this poster? <laughs> no, I paused it. <laughs> oh, okay. And I was, you know, you know, you have some DVD players have that zoom feature. Yeah. Well, you know, we have the internet, right? <laughs> back then, they didn't. This is all these kids had. I'm just saying. You know, yes, back I then, say, yes. Oh yeah, this movie's still going on. Uh, next day, they're at the DMV, DMV and. The uh, test. There's a test, so we have an annoying DMV lady with yeah. too much makeup, uh, blue eye shadow, and she's trying to be mean and it's trying to be funny, and she is yeah, just not funny no. at all. And she's not like, even oh. really mean. Yeah, oh, just and you have she's rude. If you yeah. answer five yeah. questions wrong, you are disqualified. And so they're all sitting in front of a computer, and this fucking idiot has his mouth open. And he's he's chewing like chewing gum. gum like that. Yeah, and he answers the first question right, and like ah. It's gonna be easy. Yeah, I got this gum right. It's good. I got in my mouth. I'm a dumbass. My mouth is open. I think. I think uh, the girls must have found that cute. But like, if it were like, uh, you can't deny that Haim was an attractive yes, young man. I I had a poster of him. Well, actually, I had a poster of uh, a girl washing a car, and the studs <laughs> were in strategic locations. But luckily, I was able to cut out a picture of him in Teen Beat and put that over her face. Yes. Um, <laughs> So, but I'm just thinking, like, okay, he's like being all cute or something, which we find yes, extremely he annoying. Does that constantly throughout the movie, where he's like, he's like, has his mouth though. He's trying to be, yeah, uh, cute stares or hey, what's up? Yeah, what's up, girl? Hey. But if he were less attractive, he would just be seen as super creepy, or yeah, that's something. why it didn't work for me in high school. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Lee was sitting there. Hi, 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 hi. My hey, mouth is open the whole time. Ha-ha. Yeah, he just laughs in a <laughs> funny way. This Friday, hey? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> and later he puts that gum underneath the desk. He does? Ooh, fucker. That, he, yeah. Well, well, he gets what's coming to him. He fails the test. He answers. He his, failed some easy-ass easy questions. Well, he's a fucking dumbass. Yeah, like, uh, like, I don't even know if he was reading them because, like, one of them's like, bicycles yeah, are he, supposed to be in the it oncoming. Was panic. Yeah. You're right. It was just complete panic. Uh, ABC and just pushes a random button. Right. Not even knowing. Um, we saw his, his sister, Natalie. She... Aced it and left first out of everybody else that was there. He fails, but then he gets angry and stands up and hits the computer, which shorts out all the other computers. Mm-hmm. And luckily, since she is so smart and they're twin, they're twins. How they different could they be? Assume, how different could you be? Your right. sister passed with a hundred percent, so that means you can't. You're smart too. You get to take the road test, right? Next. And uh, he's got the road Easy. test from hell. Yeah, yeah, she, he's get the road test from hell, and she gets the easy hippie guy. Yeah, and the easy, easy road test. Right, she's got a parallel park, but there's like twelve spots behind her. She could easily do that. Yeah, and, and he's got to he's got construction and other people walking heavy around traffic. Yeah, all the, yeah, all that stuff. But the best part of the movie, the coffee is James, guy, is James Avery. Is his test is his instructor? He's not the guy from. He's the guy, but he's not. He, I get him confused with another guy. I get him confused from the guy from Die Hard, the cop from Die Hard, also that on is not, Family that Matters. That's not Carl Winslow. <laughs> okay. This is Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil, yes. This is Uncle Phil. Him. And I, as soon as he, uh, as Corey Hames sat in the car, he started, and James Avery started talking, like, oh, it's Uncle Phil. You're the voice of Shredder, also. <laughs> Who would know that? <laughs> this oh. guy Ooh. right here. I love the turtles. <laughs> Shredder in what? In the, like, the animated cartoon the, of the of current Ninja one. Turtles. No, of in the eighties. Okay, he was the voice of Shredder. I guess okay. I could see you can that. hear it if you. I can hear it now. Yeah. Like I'll get you, Mike. I can't do it tonight. I dine on turtle soup. Exactly. Yeah. Did he actually say that in the eighties yeah. cartoon? I think he said yeah. it in the game at he the said, very yeah. least. Oh, in the video okay. game. We'll say yes. It was. I don't know if it was him in the game though. We should check this out. Yeah, let's check it out. Let's pause let's this. Pause this. <laughs> James Avery says, or I'm going to call him Uncle Phil because he's Uncle Phil. Yeah. And he uh, says, I don't believe in clipboards or, or things. All you have to do is... Just chucks that clipboard right out the window as hard as he can. Yeah. And probably the funniest bit. And it would have been funnier if he hit somebody with it. And Because <laughs> that's the thing. There, there's All these scenes happen without any comedy payoff at all. It just... That was funny, but mm-hmm. you could add a little bit more to it. But the way I guess the way it's shot is just dull and flat. But anyway, yeah, sorry. It doesn't want to make it. The movie doesn't want to make its way towards a full-on comedy. Yeah, it, it certainly doesn't. But it's not. It's still got the funny parts. You know, it has to have some funny in there. Some, it's, yeah, funny. It's just, for a teen, uh, it's you just know. bland. But you're right. Uh, he throws the, the clipboard, and then he says. All I care about is my 7-Eleven coffee, basically, and mm-hmm. I'm going to set it here. It's full to the top. If you spill it, you fail. Mm-hmm. That's Which, a, that's got to be really hard. It was all the way to the lip of that, and, <laughs> and, yeah. and if a dinosaur came by, it would have vibrated that coffee. Yeah. Right well, off. I mean, honestly, leaving the DMV parking lot and getting onto the road... That probably should have done it right there. Yes. Right, right. And it's a... Uh, Come on, it's, movie. There's not even a serious here. <laughs> there's not even a cup holder. He just puts it on the dash. Yeah, yeah. on the dash. Yeah. Yep. So, and that's, so that's a test. And, but yeah. that's why it stuck out to me as a kid, because it was like, that's sure. insane. Right. Mm-hmm. That's got to be so hard. And it... Oh, oh they're no, on a really steep hill. Oh. I think we should recreate okay. this... this uh, you want a Mythbuster this? Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Sure. We'll, we'll uh, have it extra features. It'll be a five-second video of... Oh, yeah, the coffee spilled. <laughs> Five-second video of 
the coffee spilled. Ah, my genitals are burning. Yeah. Now I've got to sue somebody. That's, different. That's something else, I think, when your genitals burn. Uh, you should probably see <laughs> That's your... at least a two-minute video. Yeah. Well, oh, <laughs> like, you're talking about the coffee mm, Yeah. Oh, I just thought it just burned normally. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It would be longer if that was the case. Oh, okay. Yeah, just a guy dancing around, grabbing his crotch because it's so on in fire. So the movie, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. He he passes, even, but he learns how to drive better because he has a harder test where Dally didn't. He gets his license, but then oh no, they got the computer records back, and he actually failed. And she rips up. Yeah, they give his him license, the license, and so, just long enough for him yep. to look at it, and then they pretty much just yank it out of his fingers. Yeah. But if I were Corey Aim, I would have just bolted out of that DMV. When he says, oh, hold on one second. Oh, they have his address. They have his phone. Ah. Yeah. Just because you have the card doesn't mean it's good. Exactly. Well, like, it's good enough for a fake ID at the very least. <laughs> Kid's not smart enough. Yeah. Goes home. Uh, everybody congratulates him. And he lies. He's lying to his parents. Like, yeah, I passed. Hey, great. Yep. Uh, but he's, then mom finds out him. that, nope, you ripped it up when she's doing laundry. And so he's getting ready for a date with Mercedes. He's making a mixtape. with. Oh, yeah, there's a younger brother there who has blonde hair who gives a shit. He doesn't do anything. He's just <laughs> right. there. But he's dancing around listening to the Mercedes mixtape. Dad comes in with champagne and says, hey, congratulations for getting your li- for not getting your license. This is congratulations for saving me $33,000. On, on not having to buy you a BMW. Hey, Dad, you don't have to buy him a BMW. Right, you don't have to buy him any car. You don't have to buy him any car. This kid can go work and get a piece of shit car that costs two hundred dollars. I still like the fact that this father was just going to burn him, and he rubbed it in really well with congratulations, son. You failed. We found out, and you lied, and you're grounded for two weeks. I like how uh, when he got a a gift before he got like the BMW hat, and I'm and I'm thinking to myself, like as a kid, especially, I'm thinking, is his dad really going to buy him a BMW? And you know, they're making it sound like it because the mom has a Volvo. Yeah, and dad's got a Beamer, and that's all we know. But uh, yeah, so I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Well, I I think I pointed that out to my family at some point. Like, they're going to give him a BMW. I'll just take anything. You slap me inside the head. (laughs) Yeah, it's a movie, son. (laughs) Right? They, They, yeah. And they're rich because they have intercoms in their house. That's the that's the, that's the mark of someone that who's is successful. A, it really was in I mean in the eighties yeah. that was something that was very successful. Whatever Mercedes at home, she's bored and she looks at her magazines where she put uh, Corey put her number his number in and she calls him up at and, eleven o'clock at night. It was eleven o'clock at night. Yeah, okay. let's go let's go on a date. And he said, "Okay, let's do it." And so he goes out push pushes the. The caddy out sneakily, crushes some bushes. Parents are asleep. They, you think the parents are going to wake up, but they're asleep. And there's a whole bit where they're waking up. She, yeah, mom is pregnant. No, I'm not. We're not going to go back and forth with that. Just nope. Whatever. She, they, they, there's a couple times when they almost wake up and find out that the car is missing. Who yeah, there's a crap. We're, One, now we're going out, and this is the part of the, the road trip or exciting part of the movie yeah, that basically when action starts. When action starts, so we're finally actually getting into the movie. <laughs> Jeez! All right, we got well, and only just it's still going slow. Well, first off, she says, "Can you pick me up in twenty minutes?" But she's not ready at all at that point. So, what girl can get ready in twenty minutes? That's what I'm saying. Her, um, I guess. <laughs> she did it. She did it. Well, she did it in a half he hour. He actually said, "I'll be there in a half hour," but. Oh, we also uh, forgot that uh, Les Doesn't broke matter. the fourth wall in yeah. this one. Oh, he looked at the camera? Yeah, yeah he's he like... Uh, dumb face. Yeah, he's like, oh, an innocent yeah. girl, an innocent drive, what could go wrong? And I'm like, everything. Uh, oh, I but didn't even but know. it's the only oh, time yeah, he, he did, did look that. at the camera, but that... It was kind of pointless. I don't know. It, it happens once. Of just awkwardness. Yeah. Was When was uh, Ferris Bueller in 
before this. Yeah, that's why they did it then. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there are some similarities to this movie. And, um... Okay, we'll, we'll get into anyway. it. So, anyway, let's get... Let's quickly go through... Through this nonsense of, of a night. All right. So, they're going to a, a club, basically, club. downtown. Yeah. They... He can't, he doesn't want to have anyone valet the car because whatever because he, yeah. he saw Ferris Bueller also, and so they park off off to the side. They go in and it's a no toying. Don't worry about it. It's a weekend. Who cares? She says. Right. They go in there. She sees her, her ex boyfriend now has a new lady. She gets pissed off and he can't get in because he's a guy and she was a girl. Whatever. And yep. also he's so she slaps sixteen him. or fifteen. <laughs> Who cares? Right. But whatever. She she gets pissed off from the ex boyfriend and grabs uh champagne. And runs away. Car's being towed, of course. His the caddy's being towed. It's the fastest tow in the really world. Really fast. They were barely there, but luckily he jumps on and says, "I'll give you all the money I have," which is eighty dollars. The guy drops it. It's now they have the car, but no money. Right. Mercedes is like, "It's okay. I have a place we can go hang out." And they go out into the woods, and it's a, a peak, like a lookout yeah, peak. Make out, but point. it's scratching the sides of the car. So you start yeah. to get the idea of, "Oh no, he's nervous." He, I mean, he is nervous about the car. This pristine car being damaged, so you're like the car being. You just hear it all scraping up branches yeah. and whatnot. But they're uh, have a, you know, they're looking over the the city, and uh, she starts drinking the champagne. Mm-hmm. She wants music. She wants to dance. He goes in, puts his mix in, but it it, it eats the tape. Eats the tape. As that, yep. Not a big loss in my opinion. Not no. a big loss. Not at all. But then he finds Grandpa's mixtape, which all which of them so would be better. good for this situation. But Perfect. he, yeah, he's like rolling his eyes, like, oh god, Frank Sinatra, uh, slap that kid, you're, you're Frank Sinatra. She's got drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so Frank Sinatra starts playing. She's dancing on top of the hood, scraping it, grinding her, yeah, her heels. And my entire thought is, as a teen, now this is when the, I can understand you'd be nervous about it, but then. As a teenager, like, forget it. Yeah, there's one point you just got to say, fuck point, it, I'm going for I'm it. I'm already going to get in trouble from stealing the car. I'm going to get caught. Whatever. Let's just hang out here mm-hmm. and make out. Who gives a shit? Yeah, it's it's done. Let's, yeah, yeah, exactly. But unfortunately, you can't do any of that as you try to go back in the car to make out. And you think he's going to get a blowjob because she starts <laughs> to go down. But she's actually passing out. Cause she, I think she drank that entire bottle yeah. of, of champ, champagne. Like, yeah, champagne. A, a minute. And now the hood is dented. So Ham goes to Feldman. Hollis drives it back in. Feldman is a mechanic and dents out the hood. Yeah, he's, he's sure. got some body work and, going on. Yep. And there's a line that says something like, oh, can, can your parents hear me? And Feldman so, says, no, we can't. Uh, they sleep like vampires. Yeah. In reference to Lost Boys. Lost Boys. Yep. Uh, well, whatever. And Nerd Boy is there. And now they're asking, hey, you have this car. And you have your license. Uh, Ham didn't tell them that he's lying. Mercedes is completely passed out in the back and her face is squished up against the, <laughs> the, yeah, the, the yeah. window. And they're going to go out to <clears throat> Archie's, this this hot rod place in the middle of nowhere and the only way, only way you can get there because no trains or buses or taxis go there apparently you have to right. take a car to get to Archie's fast food restaurant Archie's Atomic you made you paid attention <laughs> <laughs> yeah cool uh, one thing I uh, when when Heather Graham has her face pushed up against the glass it kind of yeah. reminded me of in the Silence of the Lambs when you find the head in the in the jar wow. <laughs> and this is kind of like mangled and like face like this and I'm like oh that, that, that's where they got that idea from. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Her batteries are just right. are, are low, I think they say. Yeah. So they got to go to Archie's Atomic. Yeah, they're And driving. there's five girls for every guy there. Is so, that what he says? Yeah. Oh, I uh, want to go now. Uh, yeah. Whatever. So. Uh, they're driving there. He's uh, Ham is driving really slow. Passed Elman's by in a street sweeper. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's right. The, and that, just the way it's shot is so boring, too. Right. It's, it's just... 
Oh, yeah. Everyone's going around him, honking horn, and a street sweeper goes faster than they do. All right. Just boring. It doesn't mean anything either. It doesn't mean anything. It just nothing happens. There's no payout. We already know he's going slow. Yeah. We got it. Movie. Thank you. (laughs) Exactly. And then somebody wants a drag race. So he's the the car next to him's like a GTO, I think, and they're revving it up and. I'm nope. expecting Haim to go backwards because I remember <laughs> yeah. Back to the Future. Yeah. yeah he's not cool. He's no, he man. just he's goes real slow. Yeah. Yep. He's protecting the car. He's completely anal about about the car. Yep. Again, you're you're already in trouble. Just who cares? Just go to Archie's and have fun. But um, then the creepy part of the movie is yeah. Feldman. Yeah. Feldman's in the back seat. Mercedes slumps over and... He sees, oh, you have cleavage. I'm going to grab the nerd friend's camera. And the, the nerd friend doesn't have personality. And he, he only had the camera earlier. Well, he only had the, had the camera earlier before this scene. So the, he's taking pictures of, of Mercedes. Not the nerd. The Feldman. Feldman. Taking pictures of, of her cleavage and undoing her dress top a little bit. Yes. And this, the idea is that they, yeah, the flashes of the, the camera as they're driving causes an accident. They water hydroplanes spinning. They go through a fence and crash it and then stop suddenly in a parking spot in Shakey's. Yeah, if Haim would have been paying attention in class, he would have known that he had to just let so off what, the gas. I mean, you were, you paid attention. You remember it forever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so whatever. She's completely passed out. Uh, the nerd's like, I got to get her soda and try to help her out. But there's a little scratch one scratch from one, that huge accident, which is nonsense. From that accident and all the other stuff is this one tiny, one tiny little, little scratch by the door. And, he, and him is freaking out. Uh, they throw Mercedes in the trunk. Yes. Which is the appropriate thing to do. And they're still going to Archie's. And when they get to Archie's, it's hopping. These babe, 80s babes everywhere. And Feldman hits on three of them. Uh, and basically gets back in the car and says, Hey, I have one for each of you. All right. And each of them seem to have the same personality, or have, at least the looks. They have the same looks. So what, there's all the three girls, yeah. Right. Kind of reminds me of the Chipettes uh, from the Chipmunks. Their, I would agree. Yeah. Each Alvin the has the cool one. Simon has the nerdy one. And Theodore has the... Bland one, I guess. The chubby one. Yeah. Oh, the chubby one? Okay. So I'm like... <laughs> it's, it, but it was exactly the same in this. I was like, okay, that's sure. interesting. Uh, yeah. They get their food and... Then uh, the nerdy guy actually opens it. He drops something and he opens the door. Hits hits the punks that he were going to drag race earlier. As this Billy Idol guy comes out, they have crowbars and stuff. Yeah, they're, and they're from a different movie. Yeah, as like, what are you guys doing here? This is a teen eighties hangout, and you guys are like like road warriors, basically. Right. And <laughs> they they get out of there. They run out. They drive away in the car. The other guys get in a car accident. We never see them again. Mm-hmm. There's no chase there. It ends as their cars right t-bone into another one. Just to... so they they get away, and that's just really this. Okay, that scene happened and it ended. Now we're on another scene that's going to happen, and this is going to end. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, what happens next? Doesn't uh, matter. They run into the cops. Yeah, let's just true. go to the cops. Yeah. Oh yeah. no! First, first nah. they drive through the protest and they see. Oh, I guess that's important. They yes. see that the sister gets arrested. Oh yeah, that's the important part. Is Nellie took the the car out to go protest with her boyfriend at this weapons plant or something, and the army is there and they start arresting people and they just run in, they run into each other. So Nellie gets arrested. We assume. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, then they get to have a, D, a DUI pullover from the police, uh, like a, a checkpoint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a drunk guy in front of him, and, and he's getting checked out. 
they get checked out and they find Mercedes in the trunk. Right. But luckily, I, the police are called away to go help arrest people at the protest. Yes. So they don't they don't get in trouble. So that's another check. <laughs> so um, they're pretty as, much, as far as the cop knows, they're kidnapping yeah. a woman. Yeah. And it's important. You, uh, you, you know, call, there's some like, protests over oh, there. No, no, like how say here you go and or call for backup. Or, right. or put them in the back of the... Whatever, but the movie doesn't care. I don't care. I'm just trying to get through this right now. <laughs> uh, and then we have the final chase scene. As drunk guy drunk steals guy. the... Drunk guy steals yep. the caddy because it's... It's nicer than car. his. Yeah, it's nicer than his. Uh, beetle. He's uh, jamming out to some Frank. Yeah, he, he steals a car and then the kids jump in his car and they're chasing after him and he puts all his little mini bottles of alcohol in the... Yeah. limes his yeah he's knife. cutting he's cutting limes yeah he's, he's, he's he was just, prepared yeah like why and, are you <laughs> and then he's spitting alcohol everywhere on the windshield yeah and he's, he's barfing just going crazy and yep. just and then he falls asleep and so Haim jumps from car to car into the other one and luckily stops it before it crashes in a construction site but it, the car has been smashed and dented and scraped and the car has been almost totaled really yeah mm-hmm. i mean up until this point the car has been pretty much fine yeah. there's a one little scratch but from then all that, when but the drunk takes it 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 really takes a beating it's gone forget it yeah, yeah. the protesters were shaking and banging a little bit but yeah you can picture a more exciting more interesting movie with better characters and and more funny wacky situations and it's just not there Whatever. Mercedes is dead in the the trunk as she's just, just been smashed up against everything. No, they no, got her out. I was joking. Oh yeah. But they didn't they didn't have her in the trunk at that point. They yeah did. they did. Yeah they did. She was still in the, trunk. Still in the trunk. Oh I thought they got her out yeah. and okay. She was still in the trunk because the, the guy took the car. So I she was in the trunk remember. the entire time. Doesn't matter. Yep. They get home. Matter. Mercedes wakes up, kisses what's his nuts, and then she leaves. <laughs> Dad finds out the car is missing, and then also he pulls in. Oh, mom is giving birth. Mom's having nonsense. painful contractions. The only reason why Carol Kane was pregnant is for this scene, right? Because the car comes in, it's totaled. Dad freaks out, but you got to drive me to the hospital. Yeah, mom won't let me drive, uh, yeah. so you got to drive. You got to drive, and car is so badly damaged, you can only go in reverse. Yeah. So we have wacky. Oh, look, he's driving really well in reverse. He's Gets to the hospital. Dad's like, "Good driving," but then a crane falls. Something. Yeah, beam falls and flattens at the hospital. And flattens the car, the car, kills the car completely. Days later, a week later, Grandpa comes by and he's like, "Oh, what happened to my car? Oh, that's a long story." And then the Grandpa says, "It was a long story too. Here's your BMW, and it's completely destroyed as same well. Same thing. Somehow exactly. The same Somehow thing. exactly the same way. Dad says, "Well, you wanted a BMW. There it is." And then we'll go to Joe at the final line. As Mercedes pulls up in her golf, yeah, you don't need a BMW, and you can. Drive a Mercedes. I have, or have, have a, Mer- a Mercedes. Mercedes. I, I don't need the BMW. I have a Mercedes. Was she driving a Mercedes? No. No, but her name is Mercedes, and that's and why he has the Mercedes. <laughs> he owns her. That's oh. what, isn't that right? Does he own her now? I guess. I'd assume I so, because he, she's driving. He runs over, jumps in the car, and drives away. Yeah, he does not have a license. Oh, I, I guess I assumed he got the license sometime I in the week. I assumed he got the license in the meantime as well. Yeah. We should have seen it. We should have. He, he would have been like, "Hey, I got. I have a license now." So like, that's a whole part of the movie, and we don't see him get the license, right? Uh, the, the actual yeah. license. This movie's terrible. The movie ends. They drive, and then we hear Billy Ocean playing. Yep. And that's the best part of the movie because it all is <laughs> playing Billy Ocean, and the movie ended. The best part of the movie was the dad. The dad. Okay. 
you're right. The dad I was think, good. He had dad a lot of good. funny lines, like uh, mm-hmm. you know when he finds out that uh, Les is in the car and he's the one responsible. He's like, "You used to have a window in your room, all gone. <laughs> you used to have free room and board, gone." It's just yeah. It, it, he does a really good job. Yeah, he's I like really I like him. Yep. Okay, so I know I went through it quickly, but is there anything that I, we forgot or want to talk about this movie? Personally, I don't. I got nothing besides yeah the dad, um, Uncle Phil. And some of the music was okay in the movie. No, uh, even that I don't even know. Some of it, I said yeah, <laughs> it was all um, very eighties. Uh, yeah, the eighties yeah, soundtrack. Yeah. But yeah. there's movies like you can watch them, and like Ferris Bueller, we it's can, not dated. You don't see eighties when you're there. You see yep. a movie about yep. teenagers. Here yep. it's like you go to the club. The guy's got some crazy hair. Yeah, uh, you know I all that stuff. Agree. Got yeah. nothing, Joe. This has gotta be. If I were going to pitch this as mm-hmm. how it turned out to be the safest comedy for your teenager to watch. It's so this safe. movie is aimed at parents yes. to give to their kids to watch so that they know that they're not going to, you know, it's showing how doing all these things will be bad, get you in trouble. Mm-hmm. But if you have at least a bit of honesty, some goodness comes out of it. A movie probably made by parents for parents that have teenagers. Yeah, like you're right. It's a very safe movie. One thing that happens though is because Corey Ham had to do all these things, even in his test, he actually knows how to drive very well now. Oh, yes. Yeah, so he learned. He, he grew learned, by he, learning how to drive well. Drive, yeah. A lot of defensive driving. That's the lesson of the movie, and also in a way. But you're right. It's a safe movie. Of, it's it's not. Yeah, it doesn't go that far. They're not. There aren't any drug dealers or. No. I, just, the worst is, is is taking pictures of cleavage. That was the worst. Pretty much. Worst part about the movie. And There's, I can imagine like a, a tightly wound person who's like, oh, we gotta go to church. We gotta do this. We gotta yeah. do it. Say being like, okay, I can bend to show that this. This guy in the back, he's a bad he's kid. A ba- he's, he's a, a bad, bad influence. And you can tell because he's on the slide taking pictures of chess. Yeah. yeah, sneaking in cigars even though Yeah, and sneaking in cigars, yeah. yeah. I mean, that, he, like that. he is the most low-key bad influence kid in, in a movie. Yeah, he burps. Yeah. He burped and said, you're ugly to a girl. He honks horns. Yep. I mean, well, that, you could have a friend that's a way worse bad influence than this guy. Yes, and and that's something that there you don't you have Corey Haim, who is supposed to be a normal preppy kid, but goody two shoes kind kind of the idea, and then he doesn't have anyone to play off of at all. Not that I don't think he has the acting chops to do it, but at least in the script to have somebody like that, the the it should have been something instead of him going out, it should have been. The friend taking stealing the car and then him trying to stop him the entire time, but that now now that I'm saying this out loud because I didn't even think about this, that's Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Right there, you go. Because it's a better movie. And looking a little bit of trivia from this movie, they wanted John Hughes to direct this movie. Oh, and he said hell no. Well, he didn't write it. And John Hughes is a writer, and he right. would have rewritten this whole thing. He would yeah. have recast it with um, Molly Ringwald and. Uh, and Judd Nelson. I can't think of the the, the nerdier kid. Uh, oh, with the red Anthony, Anthony Hall. Michael Hall. Yeah. Yep. You would have recast with them, but they were set on having a Corey, the Corey's movie vehicle. Yeah, it's just something to take <laughs> off the uh, the success of Lost Boys, probably. probably. That's what it really was. They wanted to continue the success of every uh, all teenage girls loving the Corys. 
So I guess final thoughts. What did you guys think of this movie? Did it hold up? Because I, I'm seen it as an adult. Obviously, I hated it. I would not recommend this. I'd say kind of respond, you know, saying what Joe said. It's just not intense enough to be to hold any attention. You know, like mm-hmm. actually, it, it kind of reminds me. I'm, I can't think of the name of the movie, but there's a couple of them where like a kid has a house party and then just everything goes wrong. Is it called House Party? No, maybe. I don't know. I've never seen those, but there's other ones that are like, there's one that's recently that came out like five years ago and it's like, eventually the whole block just blows up. And it's just kind of like one of those movies uh, where... It's called Project X. Yes. I didn't see it, but I know what you're talking about. I've heard of it. That's just one of those... Exactly. It gets bigger and bigger. It it gets bigger. First there's a party like this and then now this is happening. Like, wait, you brought elephants to this party? What's happening? It just gets outlandishly crazy. There's no apes. There could be. I didn't see the movie. Yeah, it was. It was just like the intensity. Just, I mean, it just kept ratcheting up. With this, it's just like eh. it's kind of like the first. It's just it starts that way a little, and then it's just like it tries to be with the dream, but then it comes into reality, and then it's just boring. Eh, you're right. Yep. Yeah. If they could have kept with the motif of the dream sequence, sure. it would have been at least a more interesting so, movie. Exactly, a more interesting, little bit different. But and what do you think? Guys? Yeah, the car destruction aspect of this, plane, trains, and automobile does it way oh. better. Oh yeah. And you don't need young teenage boys no. to make that funny. It's funny or interesting. Yeah, they did, and then they did it again in Tommy Boy. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, yeah. and it's just funny. Like, oh, now this is happening. Now we have to deal with the door being. Let's get. Let's put some duct tape on this and none of that happens in the movie. No, it just, it never does anything with any possibilities of that. It could have, it's not a cleverly made and nothing gets strong in between the little vignettes. It's just right there. Yep. Yeah. I say, you know, not even nostalgia on this one. Sure. No, it's just, you're right. Not enough. It's, you can't, it's not good for nostalgia. I don't know. It's just, it's not good for any adult. Yeah. Maybe if you were a, a girl, and you were interested in Corey Haim? Not nowadays. Not nowadays, but, but yes. you know, you maybe had a crush on him a little bit. Sure. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. you'd watch this and then think about your life. <laughs> but so if you're going to see a Corey movie, I think The Lost Boys is the better option. Out of I don't I can't think of any of them, okay. any others that he they're both in anymore. But I couldn't. Tell I you. think it's time to get them back together. Sci-fi needs some actors. Can't Corey Haim is dead. What? Dig him up. There you go. On a donor. <laughs> like always. <laughs> that was License to Drive. If you want to get a hold of us, email at the Rewinders Podcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the Rewinders Pod. You can find this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Please rate and review. All right. Uh, what would you retitle this movie? What would you rename it? Oh, oh. What, what would you What would you call this besides License to Drive? I would retitle this movie How to Wreck Your Car in Eight Easy Hours and Still Get the Girl. What would yours be? Uh, I would rename it How to... Boy. Are you just ripping off my title? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, okay, I'll rename it... Uh... <laughs> Once you get a license, your life is the best. It's everything you want it to be, at least according to a teenager. Oh, that's a long title. We're going to spend a lot of money on ink. Yeah. Uh, col- semicolon. The <laughs> Corey years. Ooh. And caddies are the best. All right. Uh, I would Slash. Don't be a dick to your idea. parents. Wow. 
called The Movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would name it uh, Driving the Corys, but then my other title would be Close Your Damn Mouth, Son. <laughs> You're the reminder. Thanks for listening.